Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of office printers and copiers. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you. This is Oilers Now. Rod Stewart at Rogers Place tonight. Oilers Now at 6.30. Chad, brought to you by Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 6.30. Chad's copier team. Coming up, opening half hour, we'll uh, review last night's Oilers victory. Against the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll also have NHL today for you. Uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of our friends from the River Cree Resort and Casino. Uh, Elliot will pop by 12.35 today. River Cree, April 14th. Larry, the cable guy. John Garrett from Rogers NHL Hockey on Rogers and Sportsnet, the Vancouver Canucks uh, television analyst. The Canucks, the Oilers' opponent tomorrow night. The final game for Daniel and Henrik Sedin. Talk about the theater last night. That was wild. And Jerry Fleming, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, are going to get a couple of uh, Oilers uh, prospects 
that have just had their CHL seasons come to an end. Tyler Benson out of the Vancouver Giants. Dmitry Samarukov out of Guelph of the OHL. Uh, they will be uh, joining a injury-riddled uh, team in Bakersfield, especially on defense uh, for the stretch run. Five games left. I think if they win all five, they got a chance to make the playoffs. They've made it interesting in the second half of the season. Do you want to mention... You can reach us at any time on our whatever it's now, River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 7804960063. Again, Larry the Cable Guy, April 14th at the River Creek. Vince Neal, April the 21st. George Thurgood and the Destroyers on May 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at OilersNow at 630chat.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm looking forward to going out to Westlock uh, to do a show coming up here in the spring as well. We're on Twitter at uh, Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan as well at Brendan Ulrich. Brendan, how are you doing, by the way, my man? Not bad, Bob. Looking forward to uh, what's going to take place after the show. Yeah, we're going to have a little soiree. Should be fun. little wrap-up soiree for the year at a little downtown establishment. Great way to kick off the weekend. Yeah, there you go. So you, now my now my wife knows it's real. It's not make-believe. We actually are going to have a few 7-ups. Uh, uh, I do want to put a shout-out at this time to Wolfgang and the group from the Sunrise Rotary Club. Uh, we were down at the Selkirk uh, Hotel this morning, Louis DeBrusque and myself, very, very early, uh, especially on the heels of last night's game and uh terrific folks down there always uh, love having conversations and talking hockey um it was early and i i i, I gotta tell you brendan uh, i've done two rotary events in the last uh for the rotarians over the course of the last two months and my former line mate with a slang midget double a the one and only greg mowbray who has saved every nickel he's ever made uh attended both of them he uh, was the defensive conscious of the line that featured Guy Godowski, the head coach at Penn State, and myself for Stu McGregor. So uh, we never actually came back inside our own blue line. Uh, Greg was incapable of finishing off a play, so we just told him to worry about the defensive end of the ice. Uh, just kidding, Greg. But it was great seeing Greg down there today. Louie was fantastic, and the people were terrific as well. All right. Uh, we have the Edmonton Oilers coming off a victory last night. Three more assists for Connor McDavid. It's ridiculous what he's done at even strength this year. Jack Michaels with the call. Here's a recap of last night's 4-3 Oilers victory over the Vegas Golden Knights. The net was wide open. Now McDavid's got it right corner. Back across. Open man. Back to a one-timer score. Beautiful look. And there's the second assist for Connor McDavid on a wide open net for Ryan Nugent Hopkins who celebrates his return to the lineup. Off the draw McNabb. Hard of the net. Shoots and scores. Right off the faceoff, and Talbot didn't even see McNabb, who kind of hid behind a yep. screen as he raced toward the net. And by the time Talbot saw him, it was too late. Snapped off the far post and in for Braden McNabb, his fifth of the year, who tried to hold on to it. But Tuck now fanned it out, left-hand side. Peary walks in, loads and fires and scores. Brandon Peary buries it. Ryan Strom, high slot drop, faking, waiting, loading, shooting, bending and scoring. We're tied. Matt Benning, the equalizer at 149 of the final period. McDavid, dry subtle, back to McDavid, then wristed eventually on that save. Subban, back in front, shot, score! 
right to Mike Camilleri, who had just come into the ice. And he wound up between the hashes with a wide open look and buried it. And the Golden Knights funnel it back through center. Nugent Hopkins back through McDavid. He'll gain the line. Backdoor feed. Reese shot score. Top right corner and an absolute beauty from Ty Ratty. Jay Theodore to the steal. He'll glide behind the net centering pass. One-timer score. Oscar Lindbergh cuts it to 4-3. And Vegas isn't going anywhere yet. Theodore will hit the line. High slot. Dish off to Peary. Cross ice. Miller fires. Save Talbot. Rebound. Lunging stop made by Talbot. Perry centers. That was deflected. High slot. Miller gives it back to Perry. Winds it up. Can't shoot. Theodore spins. Six seconds to go. Low pressure down low. Hollow behind the net. Centers. Wrist shot at the horn, but wide. And Edmonton hangs on to win four to three. All right, so Edmonton uh, gets the win. It shouldn't have come to a 4-3 win. Uh, a call blown uh, by Brian Pockmara with about, what, three minutes left in the game that took Chris Russell's goal off the board. He admitted uh, our live mics caught a conversation that basically said, yep, I blew that call. Uh, that's great, except you put Vegas in a position where they almost tied the game. It, it, I just sometimes... I guess the human element happens, but you have a rookie. Yes, a Pulleyarvi. Let's face it; he's a rookie. I know he played 28 games last year. Whatever, not the physical or the literal uh, translation of a rookie, but appearing to be engaged in a situation where James Neal uh, lost his balance. It was not a pick, and the fact of the matter is that play never gets called in the playoffs. Um, took a. Uh, goal away from Chris Russell who didn't have a point in 18 games. Here is Todd McClellan on the uh, penalty call against Yessa Pugliarvi who's still trying to figure out what happened and the end result. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the zone and they, they draw the penalty um, which based on my expression obviously I didn't agree with it. Uh, goals disallowed. We go on the penalty kill and um, kill does a pretty good job but we need that one big save and Talb's made it with three or four seconds left so good for him. Connor McDavid added some additional thoughts on the penalty call against Yasapoli You know what? Obviously, not uh, looking back, not the not the right call ultimately, but uh, you, know, you can see it. You see, you know, during the live time, like it's 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 hard to make that call, right? Uh, there's a lot of sticks there. Um, you, know, you, you prefer not to guess on those type of situations, but you know the refs already saw, and, and you can't blame him for that. Uh, he's got to make the call. Or, um, yeah. Well, it's a loser's lament when you have a season like Edmonton to sit there and whine about officiating. But for those of you that watched that game, he made up the call. He guessed on the call. Edmonton, the sort of year it had been for the Oilers, there'd be a game tire as a result of that. Instead, Edmonton got the save out of Cam Talbot. Connor McDavid added some additional comments on the victory last night. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, obviously, to come back from behind is always nice. You know, Benny with a huge goal, great play. Um, you know, it's nice to come back, uh, especially on a team like that where you know they're so good and, and uh, to win the season series three-one. I mean, we can we can you know, a little feather in our cap for that, but uh, you know, ultimately it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, 
Three and one. McDavid, eight points in four games against Vegas this season. Uh, Todd McClellan had some comments on the guy that played right wing on that line. Ty Ratty, Jack Michaels put a tweet out last night. 11 points in 12 games uh, since uh, Ratty's been up on the top line. Uh, he'd been a little quiet for three or four games, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins went back on that line and it looked different. And I think it's fair to say, by the way, that Connor McDavid makes a lot of people better. I personally think that Ryan Nugent Hopkins, because of the way he plays, because he's smart and unselfish, can assist in giving a little bit more creative license to Connor McDavid and make him better as well. Ty Ratty looking at a uh, a window and opportunity, and right now he's made the most of it because he's capitalized. And Todd McClellan added these comments on whether or not Ratty is a long-term fit for the top line. Well, he's fit there well so far, and uh, you know the unfortunate thing is we're playing at at a time where games aren't uh, uh, as meaningful for us, and and we can gamble a little bit. Um, I think his defensive game has got better and more reliable since he's been here. Um, he obviously has tremendous hockey sense and a, and a real good release, and that works well for Connor and Nuge when he's there. And um, uh, you know, so he's he's opening eyes, and I think he's proving to us and to himself that he can do it. I know his teammates like playing with him, so it's uh, everything so far has been pretty positive. So he's on a two-way deal right now. Um, you know, you wonder whether or not is there a possibility to get him on a on a one-way deal uh, at you know a, a fair rate, but also fair to the team as well on a one-way. He's not going to get a better opportunity than where he's slotted right now. One of the things that works to his advantage is he has history with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They've represented uh, Canada, uh, represented the Pacific region in events before. And so when what I notice when you listen to McDavid and when you listen to Nugent Hopkins top, uh, talk about Ty Ratty, there is a belief in him. They respect him at that spot. He's had to grind. He's not a perfect player. But could he be a late bloomer? You know, Brandon Perry scored 22 goals. I mean, we talked all summer about, you know, should Edmonton have looked at Brandon Perry. He got 22 goals after a few years in the minors, one year in Florida. Conversely, Marcia Show continued. You know, Marcia Show was a undrafted player that willed himself and turned himself into a heck of a player. 30 goals last year, 75 points this season for the Vegas Golden Knights. Could Ratty be a short-term solution potentially on the right side? Why not? You know, and again, if the price point makes sense on a one-way, do it. Keegan Lowe got into the lineup last night. His uh, Oilers debut, he'd previously played two games for Carolina. He's been Edmonton's best defenseman down in Bakersfield at plus 13. Todd McClellan had these thoughts on the second generation oiler. Well, I was happy that Keegan got the opportunity. He's a, as I said this morning, he's a competitor and uh, he, he threw everything he had into that game, um, physically blocking shots, uh, making plays, trying to kill the play. Uh, he even had a couple offensive chances, which he's not as well known for, but uh, it, was, uh, it was a good night for him and it's, I'm glad we got the win in his first game as an oiler. There you go. That is Todd McClellan. And Keegan Lowe added these thoughts on his uh, first uh, game as an oiler last night. It was, uh, the nerves were definitely there and uh, settled into it as it went on. You know, there's a few 
made a few mistakes I'd like to get rid of, but I mean, you know, like I said, I got that first one out of the way and go from there. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes without saying. It's super exciting. I know my, my, my parents are super excited, my mom, my grandma especially. Uh, I'm sure she was probably cheering the loudest. So. There you go. That's Keegan Lowe of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So coming up on uh, today's show, uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers at uh, 12.35, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino. 105 today, we'll talk to John Garrett, uh, longtime Vancouver Canucks television analyst. 120 today, Ryan Smith. We'll talk about uh, Smith's experiences uh, with the Sedins because let's not forget how things ended for uh, Ryan uh, in his final game at Rexall Place and who led the charge for a final handshake with the Sedin brothers. And uh, I think that, you know, I think that that one event changed how a lot of people in Edmonton viewed the Sedins. It didn't change how I viewed the Sedins. I know during the 2011 Stanley Cup final, we had some media guys, you know, having fun at Vancouver's expense. And all I could think of is Edmonton just finished 31st in the league. I don't think you should be looking down on the Vancouver Canucks for losing Game Seven of the Stanley Cup final. True toughness is is fighting through the crap and the stick and the abuse, the stick work and the abuse on the ice, and and not getting knocked off your game. These guys have been terrific players, no question. And I'm going to throw this out there. You can text us at 630-630. Here we go. Brandon, what do you think? Are they Hall of Famers? For me, they're slam dunk Hall oh, of yeah, Famers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, slam dunk Hall of Famers. 100%, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that, that makes for bad radio <laughs> when two guys completely agree. All right, here we go. Uh, you would have seen this this morning if you follow Bob underscore Stoffer on Twitter. Uh, as per natural stat trick with two even strength assists last night, Connor McDavid now has 83 even strength points this season. It passes Henrik Sedin, 82, in 2009-2010 for the most even strength points in a season in the NHL over the last 11 seasons. Now, the reason why I only went back 11 seasons is that's as far back as natural stat trick goes. Punjabi Oil uh, has taken the time. He says he ran the report, and it seems like since 2000-2001, McDavid has had the highest even strength point total. Records don't go back any further. So, uh, Punjabi, if you could retweet me and give me a link, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, But again, I went with uh, Natural Statric and went back the 11 years that were actually available on that website. It has been a remarkable year for Connor McDavid. And when you think about the fact that he's more than 20 even strength points ahead of anybody else, it reinforces a couple things. Uh, Edmonton needs more scoring depth, and they got to get better on the power play. Huh? You know what? If he'd done anything on the power play all year, he would have won the scoring pra- uh, scoring race by 20 points. He's uh, Claude Giroux got awarded another assist in last night's game. So is Giroux up to 99 points now? Yes. And McDavid's at 106. Do you think Giroux can get seven, seven points in his final game? <laughs> no. I wouldn't be surprised. And, and when we come back, we're going to talk. Well, we'll get to something else here in a second. I'll tease you. Well, Kucherov has two games left. Don't be surprised. Kucherov's at 98, so yeah. he needs eight points in his final four, uh, two games. Uh, I don't think he's got eight points in his last five. You can check it. Last six. He's yeah. been quiet offensively all late. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a bit about what happened last night in Vancouver. We'll have some fun and orders now and get to NHL today. 
When you want to fly your Oilers' colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 1225 in Edmonton. Thank you very much, uh, Milan. Uh, last night after the game, Brendan, what were you doing besides uh, sending in uh, audio for the... Uh, oh, I was writing a post-game story. Okay. So I was uh, I was watching the game as I was writing. Okay. So. Well, as you know, I often go over to a downtown establishment and go see uh, my old buddy Dan Baker, who uh, bears a uh, striking resemblance to Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. At uh, Pub 1905, Dan and Mono were there, and there were a few uh, ex-pros and a, uh, a couple Joes, and we uh, we watched uh, the end of the Vancouver Canucks game. Canucks had a tremendous third period. It expounded a lot of energy, rallied. At one point, they were out shooting Arizona 14 nothing. got the game tied 3-3. It went to overtime. They got in the power play, and this happened. Adler. Daniel. Henrik. Back for Daniel. Let's it go, he scores! or not, if you love the game, uh, that was great theater. It was a terrific moment, and uh, for a lasting memory for Vancouver Canucks fans that watched uh, for a number of years, two of the top five players in the world playing their team, uh, what a way to go out. So, uh, and, and again, Vancouver expanded uh, expanded a lot of energy during the course of that game. Uh, now, I have a feeling and you might see this get brought up on the Sportcheck panel coming up because I know Jack Michaels brought it up as well. Uh, I think Connor McDavid's going to be on it tomorrow night against Vancouver. I think he's going to be going. Uh, last game of the year, nothing to hold back. All right, Edmonton and Vancouver. And I know John Shannon uh, put out on Twitter that uh, the Oilers organization, OEG, have uh, opened up uh, Oilers owners Daryl Cates' uh, suite for that game for the uh, extended family for the Sedins to uh, to come and watch the game. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, obviously, f- first uh, TV timeout, first period, expect something on the board that would sort of come with the territory. Do we have time to uh, – can we do NHL today in one minute? What, what do you think? Can you get her done? All right. Here we go, NHL Today, brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and the staff, more than just sportswear. Here's Brennan Ulrich. Four games on tap tonight, Bob. The Pens hosting Ottawa. The Pens a point up on Columbus and New Jersey for second in the Metro. Each team has one game left. Thomas Shabbat will sit up for Team Canada at the Worlds. Buffalo in Tampa Bay. Stamkos won't play in either of Tampa's final two games. Tampa, of course, tied with Boston for first in the Atlantic. They do hold down the tiebreaker. Chicago hosts St. Louis. The Blues and Avs will play on Sunday with the final wildcard spot on the line, but if the Blues can win tonight, they would then just need a point against uh, Colorado on Sunday to take that last playoff spot. The Anaheim Ducks hosting the Dallas Stars. The Ducks a point back of the Kings for third in the Pacific Division with two games remaining. They have one game in hand on the Kings. The Coyotes have signed a goaltender, Antti Ranta, to a three-year contract extension, AAV of $4.25 million. 
It's basically the Cam Talbot deal. Bakersfield Condors have assigned forward Tyler Benson and defenseman Dimitri Samarico, the Oilers have, uh, to Bakersfield. Uh, they'll both play tonight in Manitoba. Connor Yamamoto will not be assigned. He's got a lower body injury, a bit of an ankle tweak. Uh, that's going to keep him out of uh, the conclusion of the American Hockey League season. Second round action begins in the WHL playoffs tonight. Victoria in Tri-City. Everett meets Portland. Moose Jaw battles Swift Current. Lethbridge against Brandon. Here's the stopper picks. I will take Tri-City over Victoria. I will take Everett over Portland. I will take Swift Current over Moose Jaw. And Lethbridge takes uh, takes on Brandon. I have no idea who's going to win that series. I don't even think those two teams should be playing in the second round. But uh, I guess I'll take Brandon to beat the Lethbridge Hurricanes. 12-29 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell, when we come back, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers.